1: 971 FM Talk. On Demand Audio.
2: You know, one of the stories that we talked about looking back on for 2023 was the resignation of the removal of Kim Gardner from the office of the circuit attorney. It's been seven months as of yesterday on January 1st, and we have St. Louis New Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore on the phone with us this morning. Mr. Gore, welcome in. Um, Well, uh, it's good to be here. Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. appreciate you giving us a little bit of time uh, to talk about the circuit attorney's office. Obviously, uh, I saw a little bit on your update. You gave a progress report. You inherited a real mess.
0: Uh, As I've described it to people, I uh, inherited a troubled law office.
2: Yeah. Yes, you did. How how many cases uh, have you been able to dig out from under? I mean, what kind of kind of. Set that up for us what what was the the task you faced seven months ago?
0: Um, so let's talk about the the backlogs that we were looking at <clears throat> when we came on board. We had um two hundred and fifty homicides pending. Um, that number is about a hundred percent or more more than the number of homicides that are typically pending in the circuit attorney's office. typically, that number would be somewhere around 100 to 115. So that was a huge task that we had to deal with, figuring out how we're going to staff those cases and get those cases moving to trial. Um, The other issue we had to deal with, uh, which the media has been talking about a lot in the media, is we had 6,700 applications for warrant pending that had not been reviewed. And what that means is that those are 6,700 cases where police officers had made arrests or collected evidence and made the decision that charges were appropriate and had followed the standard procedure of submitting them to the circuit attorney's office for review and you know these cases just had not been reviewed that's what everybody refers to when they talk about the warrant office backlog so we were dealing with those um two big issues so those were the the big things we had to dig out from under And the difficulty that we encountered is that at the time I got here, there were 25 attorneys on staff. Um, There were 22 attorneys that we would refer to as trial staff, so really to deal with with the cases that are going to court. And um, that number was way down from the typical number, which is, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 60. It had been um, prior to the Gardner administration. So so. that's what we were digging out from.
2: Yeah. So would you agree then that the message that was being sent to criminals was – you you, go ahead and do what you want. You're probably not going to be prosecuted for it.
0: Well, I, I, I do think that there was a, a sense that, you know, we had lawlessness in the city because in that situation where you're not having cases promptly reviewed and charging decisions made and people being held accountable immediately for for criminal action, yeah, it does create a, a sense of lawlessness. Um, as a citizen of St. Louis at the time, I felt that, and um, it's a big reason why, you know, we've had so many people um, really across the spectrum be willing to step up and come back and answer a call to public service and do what is necessary to get the office back on its footing and, and back playing that, that critical role in the criminal justice system that this office plays. Mr. Gore, this is this is Kim. You know, you mentioned that sense of lawlessness here in the city of St. Louis, and I would agree. I think part of the issue was Kim Gardner's terrible relationship with police officers. So what have you done to try to repair that relationship with St.
2: Louis police?
0: Um, so when, when I came in, um, the relationship was, was not in a good place. There was a lot of um, distrust um, and, and really just a lack of collaboration and really the basic kind of professional respect and courtesy that's necessary for people to work together. Um, I uh, sat down with uh, Chief Tracy, who, who you know, my, my swearing in was was very sudden. He had to move his schedule around, but he thought it was important that he'd be there at my swearing in. we chatted at my swearing in and made arrangements to meet later that week. Uh, we met for a couple hours and talked about how important it was for us to have a productive professional relationship, how important it was for his officers to be able to work effectively and cooperatively with um, with the attorneys here in the circuit attorney's office. And we talked about a lot of things, and, and that relationship has been good. Um, it has been continuing. We We still meet regularly. And uh, discuss, you know, places where our offices can cooperate and work more effectively together, and we plan to continue that.
2: So, obviously, you're running for election now to to your current job. I know Kim Gardner uh, largely, and I, we don't know what her future holds, but she ran on a criminal justice reform platform. What What is your platform?
0: Um, I am I am running on a platform that. Um, we are doing the work necessary to restore the circuit attorney's office to its critical role in the criminal justice system. I think people got a glimpse of what it looks like when the circuit attorney's office cease fulfilling that role. And I don't think anybody wants that. So, so that's my focus. Um, my focus is to approach each case in this office as I have approached every case throughout my 30 year legal career, which is you look at each case, you look at the facts, you look at the law, and you proceed with the best strategy and approach in that case. So every case is individual and we don't have any overarching philosophy other than that um, we are going to aggressively prosecute violent crime We um, are going to enforce the law in terms of property crimes, Um, and where appropriate, we're going to show compassion. We're going to have a robust diversion program and provide people second chances where that's appropriate and where we think we have a chance to intervene and redirect someone from a life of being a habitual participant in the criminal justice system. So... Those, those are the things I'm going to run on. Um, that's, that's our approach. There's no magic to it. Um, I'm not trying to put a particular um, description or title on it. Um, it's, it's effective uh, prosecution is what I would call it. I, I know the homicide numbers are down this year. What do you attribute that to? What, what do you think is causing that number to drop? So I'm I'm not a criminologist. Um, I understand that, you know, uh, there's a lot of factors that affect that Uh, demographic trends. um, You know, the the fact that we're now further removed from the pandemic. Um, But I I believe that the other things impacting it are um, the programs and the um, new approaches that uh, Chief Tracy has put in place. I believe that's having a very positive impact. I believe that um, our office, being six months of of being back, playing that critical role in the criminal justice system, I believe that is um, definitely playing a role. Um, I tell people that I know um, for a fact that our work has saved lives because um, When we came into this office, you had a situation where uh, people were committing violent crimes. Um, They were not being charged. They were returning to the streets within 24 hours because no charges were issued. And um, it doesn't take a criminologist to tell me that that someone who's um, committing violent crimes and basically are choosing to to live their life that way, because we, we know, one thing we know is that the violent crimes in the city of St. Louis are committed by a very small number of people. Mm-hmm. Um, the number I've seen is, is, you know, you're talking about less than 2% of the people. So when, you, when you're when you not holding those people accountable in a timely manner, those are going to be uh, people who are going to continue to participate in a violent lifestyle and, and commit violent crimes and, and be, be victims and perpetrators. So the fact that we're now here— Making those decisions in a timely manner, holding people accountable, I know is saving lives and is impacting um, the violent crime rate in the city of St.
2: Louis. Yeah, well, it's it's refreshing to hear for sure. Uh, Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore, we appreciate your time this morning, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Keep up the good work. Uh, That's uh, all all good news for all those of us who live and work in the city.
1: Get more at 971talk.com